so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and featured titan for today, Myung Reed. Myung, thanks so much for Thank taking you, the time. Greg. I'm flattered myself. <laughs> I'm honored to have you on the show. I know there's so many people that are in anticipation just to kind of see who you are as a person, a professional, and really gather some insight. So if you're all right, let's just dive in. All right, sounds good. Okay, so uh, I guess tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Well, here's a running joke. I'm a banana. <laughs> so, so close friends and family know that when I say and introduce myself as a banana, that is I'm Korean of origin. I was adopted when I was two and a half years old. Wow. And my mother, who is a single Caucasian mother, uh, lived in Germany at the time. She is a social worker and uh, worked for family advocacy in the army, so we traveled around. So I was almost like an army brat. Wow. And, um, but I grew up because I grew up with not knowing the language, Korean language. I grew up American, hmm. Caucasian almost, but yet obviously I'm yellow skinned. So I'm a banana, yellow skin with white on the inside. I love that. I love that. And we, we've never had an intro like this before. So the banana is there. That's going to be a catchphrase. So um, now when you came here and you were obviously from Col going to Colorado, that sort of thing, what about your family, that sort of thing, and your <clears throat> progression in your career? So believe it or not, Colorado was my first state. Okay. Uh, so it's kind of come full circle for me uh, by way of Mark, my husband, who is uh, retired Air Force now. But we, I grew up in Maryland, and uh, so that's where I met my husband, okay. and he was born in Maryland, and uh, uh, our history started there 26 and a half years ago. Unreal. And shout out to Mark, by the way, if you're watching. <laughs> awesome guy. Awesome, awesome husband. Guy. Yes, for sure. So um, let's talk about your progression in your career. So obviously coming to Colorado, but then moving around, mm -hmm. what got you into the business? What was your progression in your career? So... This is the service industry. You mm -hmm. know, we're servicing uh, clients and our product uh, homes. Sure. So in my adulthood, I've always been in the service industry, mm. but different products. Okay. So my for the first ten years of really uh, having a career was in the restaurant business. Mm. Uh, very challenging, uh, particularly when you're in a college town. Okay. Uh, the turnovers were very challenging, but you know, the, it was always, always, always about the service that we're giving. Mm -hmm the type of morale that we have with the staff and the training. Sure. So that progressed into the last career I had before I entered into real estate was real estate uh, retail okay. management for seven years. And that was the same thing, different mm -hmm. product. Okay. Clothing, uh, furniture, mm -hmm. uh, but again, the same thing where we're servicing the clients and we're trying to give them what they need. Love it. Um, and so I decided that um, I wanted a change because it was uh, retail management and restaurant management are long hours. Right. Um, it's always been a joke with Mark, my husband, that you know what, you don't have to go out there in a blizzard. It's not a national security job. Why do you have to open the store? <laughs> and Mark, kind of Mark is a logical funny. guy. He is very logical, for sure. <laughs> but, um, but I realized, you know, I, I was missing out on a lot because okay. we have three children and they were much younger at that time. And uh -huh. so I decided... Um, and you know, people always say, you know, I always wanted to get into real estate and 
I love HGTV, and I really was that person. Right. Um, <laughs> right in the flesh, everybody, <laughs> right here. <laughs> but I really, really decided a career change was uh, needed, and um, it was a bold move, I have to tell you, because you know, going from self to self-employment is very mm. challenging, right. uh, particularly when you also have three children. Mm. But what drew me to real estate was definitely, again, that service industry. I'm servicing the clients in a different way, uh, but more flexibility to build that quality of life with my family. Okay. And, and that's an important thing for a lot of people out here who are watching to take away. It's that wasn't an easy transition or decision, as you stated. No, it wasn't. You know, and I, I can only imagine just kind of going through that thought process of, you know, security and stable income to that to a new venture in life. But I think the common ground is the people. Mm -hmm. And the way that you treat them, your clients, their service in one way or another, and that speaks volumes about your reputation out in the marketplace, obviously the people who love you and respect you, not only in the office here, which is a beautiful office by the way, so we've got the logo in the background here, but um, also your clients. And, and I think that that speaks volumes. So if anybody out there is thinking about it, I guess you would just say, go for it, do it. I mean, what, what's your thought on that? You know, you do, and this is something I always ask when I'm interviewing, whether it's a licensee or a seasoned agent, is that we do have to find out what our why is. Okay. You know, um, and it's a, it almost seems like a cliche, but it's so true that we do need to find out what is driving us mm -hmm. to do certain things. Sure. Or to be who we are. And so when we discover who, what that why is, mm -hmm. and it can change over time. Right. Uh, but when you have a purpose, there's a reason why you want to do something. Mm -hmm. And so when you get into the real estate business, and your why has to be, whether it's family, but the bottom line is always looking out for something or someone mm -hmm. that includes your clients. Love it. And so, to me, it was an easy, easy reason. It really was to get into real estate. And I okay. think for a lot of people it is as well. Hmm. It may be very scary because you are, again, dependent on your own income. Sure, yeah. <laughs> you do have to be, the one ready to get out of that box and not just taking in all the systems and all the mm -hmm. training that was given to you, you actually have to go out there and do the work. Right. And for some, that's very challenging. Sure. And, and having the guidance, though, and, and <clears> the, <throat> the wherewithal internally, it, it's not for everybody. And, that, and that's stated that out there. That is very but, true. Um, I think looking inside and that why. So this is actually a beautiful segue into the next question, Young, is what is your why? I mean, what motivates you to do <clears> what you do to the level that you do it at? Well, definitely one of my whys is my family. Okay. Uh, I've always uh, never felt threatened that Mark was the breadwinner. Sure. Um, but I always wanted to contribute in some way to uh, our family. Mm -hmm. And uh, everyone that knows me knows I like the finer things in life. <laughs> she does. She has good taste. I think you have good taste, Myung. That's, that's how it's said, for sure. So I knew we had to fund that somehow. Yes, yes. <laughs> But, but, uh, but realizing that, it also gives me comfort in knowing that my family is comfortable, mm -hmm. that we're able to do what we can do and want to do. Um, and I know that in being at that level, it allows us to create a lot of memories for our families because we also like to travel a lot. Okay. We're also very big skiers. Um, so a lot of our family experiences mm -hmm. involve that. Love it. And I think that that's, to me, that's the ultimate why. I mean, there's all kinds of, for finance and legacy mm -hmm. and future, but I think that family 
Here it is. I don't know if you guys can see that with the glare, but it does say legacy right here. But I, I think that that, that matters uh, when it comes to family. And there's nothing more important than family. And, and the more uh, financially secure and the career that you get, the more you can support. But then the, also you can give to charities and things like that Absolutely. too. So um, I think that's a beautiful why uh, going into it. So let's segue into the, the next portion of this, which ends up being the advisory portion. So any of the viewers that are out there watching, they really, really like this section, whether they're seasoned professionals or they're newer to the business, to get an insight into what the Titans do to build their business and really grow. So if you could look back on your career thus far, and pick or choose one or two things that you added to your business that took it from one level to the next, what does that look like for you? One uh, advice I always share with everyone is that don't be scared. Um, and don't be scared to fail. Um, I failed. Um, everybody's failed. Yeah. And that's where, why we get to be in the undershell. Hmm. Uh, because uh, hopefully everyone learns from it, and I know I have. Um, I failed... Uh, on a personal level a few years ago and it was a very very challenging time for me and my family mm. and I reflect on that every now and then I don't want to a lot because it was not it was a very difficult time mm -hmm. but sometimes you have to have those moments where it's a reminder mm -hmm. then that way it really drives you to do better it drives you to progress it provides you to move forward wow. and um, I'm getting emotional even think, just thinking about it, but it's, it's, it really is. Um, don't be scared because there's someone that will be there to pick you up. Mm -hmm. um, it may not be obvious to you at that moment, but there will be, and it could be a colleague, it could be a family member, it could be a friend, um, and it's okay to do that. Sure. So, but um, in the business, I see a lot of people who are scared. Mm -hmm. and. We always have this term, phrase, you know, you don't know what you know, and that is so true. Yeah, well said. But we have to ask for it, and we can't be afraid. But at the same time, we can't settle either. Mm -hmm. And I see a lot of people settle. Right. And you don't want to settle, otherwise you can't progress, you can't succeed, mm -hmm. um, and you can't get outside that box. I, I think that that's, that's so deep in, in what advice you were giving. I mean, first and foremost, I think that don't be afraid. Uh, to, to take a step to move forward I think is very logical for a lot of people but the, the fear <clears throat> kind of holds people back it's alright to have nerves mm -hmm. but not to let it stop you um, reaching out to others whether it is a friend or family member but also people in the community I think Absolutely. are crucial the, the mentor mentee relationship I know that you have mentored a lot of people in your career Myung yes. so um, being able to give back I think is important but what you were saying to them at least what I take away is don't be afraid to ask because there's mentors out there all over, but if you're too nervous to say, hey, what would you do here, what would you do here? You're missing an opportunity for growth. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, it's so important that we um, reach out to other people that are struggling with you. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, you know, I may, there may come a time when I feel I'm struggling. You know what, I can reach out to somebody else in my field that, mm -hmm. are, that have either gone through that what can help me along in my process. Sure. And um, and I have a great group of friends that are in the business as well. Mm. And I know that they've got me if I have to get to that point right. sometimes. And you know what? I am just so proud of what I've built with my office because mm. I know every single one of my agents can feel the same way. You know, mm. I have grown myself within my business. 
Um, I don't know if you really know this, but I was only licensed for two years before I decided to open my own doors. Oh, I yeah. actually decided when I was in the business one and a half years. And then I took my managing broker's license and uh, opened two years in one month after. Love it. Um, started with five agents. And real estate is a revolving door. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've gotten to understand this. Sure. Um, but I still take it personally when people do leave. And I understand that, you know, I'm not always the best fit for right. everyone. Right. And I may be the best fit in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Maybe down the road, people change, they grow, which is great. Right. However, I have seen that within myself where I am definitely changing. Um, and I believe that I'm growing myself for the better to then do better for my agents. Um, you know, there have been times where in the beginning, you know what, I was struggling mm -hmm. because I was wearing a lot of hats. Sure. Um, you know, I was wearing the agent hat still because I had to make my own sales to get this business going. Um, but I also had the, the mentor hat, I had the owner hat, mm -hmm. and, uh, but I, I'm now able to uh, really juggle those because I also, in stepping out of the box, mm -hmm. realized that I can't do everything. And training was not my forte, was okay. it, nor was it my passion. So I went and sought out somebody, and I knew exactly who I wanted, and I <laughs> sought her out for a year. Wow. And she's been with me a year now, and it's been fantastic. I love it. But I realized that, you know what, I can't do everything mm -hmm. all on an equal level and be successful at it. Sure. And so I realized that I needed to hand that over to someone whose passion it was, and she's done an amazing job, so that way I can concentrate on other things that I'm good at and continue to grow our business. Wow, I, I, I take huge thought away from that too, is you don't have to know it all. No, and absolutely. you have to be humble and smart enough to realize that, that we're all good at certain things, but putting the right people together is really crucial. Absolutely. So that- It's magic. Yeah, it, it is, it, I mean, it, it comes together. I mean, we're all different pieces of the puzzle that, that form that big picture. And I, I think that that's huge takeaways for everybody out there. Hopefully you wrote that down. This is really good stuff, Young. So uh, let's go into the next question. Now this one ends up being the tricky question. This is the challenge question. So um, it's not so much what happened, but how we respond and deal with the challenges in our life because we all deal with them. No one is exempt from this in the past, now, or in the future. We're all going to have hardship. Uh, so if you were able to pick a challenge that you dealt with in your life, that you overcame, that you became stronger because of it, what does that look like for you? So, um... It's not necessarily a challenge that I have overcome yet. Okay. Because it's something that I will always have. But um, I lost my most of my hearing when I was four due to high temperatures um, from an illness. And so I am actually 90% deaf in my right ear, excuse me, my left ear, wow. and 25% deaf in my right ear. So I wear two hearing aids. Wow. And uh, that has always been a challenge all through my life. Now, sometimes it's lighthearted, it can be a, uh, a joke here and yeah, there, sure. but it is um, definitely a challenge when, even with my, you know, with new agents that forget that I have a hearing problem, mm -hmm. um, sometimes they'll think that I'm ignoring them, oh, <laughs> which is no. definitely not the case. That's not happening. And it's not really. selective hearing, like yes. Mike would tell you. <laughs> um, it may be selective hearing with my family, but that <laughs> that's a different story. That's a different story. But it is always a challenge. and. Um, and particularly also to you know somebody who might just not know me very well, and I, and I don't always disclose that because right. you know it is something that is um, private. Yeah, very um, personal. It is. It is. 
but um, I've gotten over the years more comfortable in sharing that mm -hmm. because I don't want to come across where I'm not listening to somebody or don't seem very caring mm -hmm. uh, because I know that sometimes that is people's perception of that. Wow. But it is merely because I really cannot hear you. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, not, not... So, but over the years that has definitely been a challenge, you know. Okay. Um, in school, it's hard for me to hear. Um, I did well at school for a while, but okay. as it's gotten older, it was a challenge as the classrooms got bigger. Sure. Um, and uh, and the fact that, you know, I'm also a Korean, mm -hmm. even though I had a lot of people come up to me and start speaking to me in Korean, and I, I'm a banana. Yeah. I'm not a clue what they're saying. And so uh, there's challenges within the, that as well. But um, I am very proud to say that this company, South State Summit Realty, is owned by veteran. Oh, that's great. It is owned by a woman. It is owned by a minority, and it's owned by a disabled person. Oh my gosh! And, and that's—I mean—I just gave me goosebumps. You, you, you look at you look at things like that, Myung, and you know, it's it's crazy what we deal with as people, and we all have challenges to overcome and to to continue going through. Uh, just just by you know candor and communication with you it, to me it's flawless I mean when you and I are having conversations I, we're there either that or you're here's really the, here's good here's the funny thing though so some people say ask me oh do you have an accent I said no that's actually a speech impediment but I can call it an accent if you like <laughs> using I mean this is so good I'll use that to my advantage I, but this I, mean, I think the point of all that and thanks so much for sharing that by the way it's not easy to air your stuff out in front of everybody but I, I think that, that that's going to inspire so many people just to know that look we all have these challenges to deal with and look at everything you've done in your life you have not let something that like that stop you you didn't you kept moving forward you kept going through. So anybody out there, I guess the takeaway is no matter what you're dealing with, just realize that everybody's dealing with something. Don't Absolutely. let it stop you, right? Absolutely. We're all special in different ways. Yeah. It's rather that we feel uh, we want to share certain things that makes us even more special and enduring to other people, that's okay. Mm -hmm. But if it's not, that's okay too. It's, it's to not also not to be hard on ourselves mm -hmm. um, because that can be a challenge. That can right. be a real challenge, absolutely. Sure, and a lot of titans, uh, high producers, people that are really driven, they are hard on themselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's always next goal, next goal, what am I sure. doing, what am I doing? I guess so sit back and appreciate where you started and where you are now. Absolutely. You know? I think that's a good thing. And going away. back to our lives. Yeah. Going back to our lives um, will keep us humble. Good stuff, everybody. So, thanks so much. I mean, that's a tricky question. Let's let's step off of that for a second. Go a little softer. So, um, this is hey, phew, gosh. Uh, this so this is one of my uh, favorite questions. If you could travel back in time okay. and give your younger self a piece of advice or two, what would you say to yourself? Any age range, younger me. Wow, that's a tough one. It, it is. It is. It's a tough one. It, it's not <clears throat> the easiest thing to do. Um, I think it needs. It, it just needs to go back to not being afraid. Okay. You know, when okay. we were younger, we all thought we were invincible. Mm -hmm. Right. We could yeah. do it all. We could do anything. No repercussions. Right. Um, and it's funny because now I've got college-age kids. Okay. <laughs> that I'm giving the same advice. Um, <laughs> it's definitely. Go ahead and just do whatever it is that you want. Mm -hmm. 
um, because there are going to be some regrets, and there are some regrets. Always. And um, you want that pile of, or that list of regrets to be very short, mm -hmm. because you, you can never go back. Right. right. There's always saying that, oh, there's this opportunity. Well, that same algorithm of that opportunity is not going to be the same if it was presented at another time. Yeah. And, and, and therefore, the decisions are always going to be, or the consequences are always going to be different. Mm -hmm. And therefore, how I am or what I do or how I behave is also going to be very different right. based on that. And so don't be afraid to go out there and do what it is, whatever it is that you want and don't let anyone tell you you can't. Mm. I, I love it. I mean, that's not just good advice for young young, but everybody out here is watching, including myself, is you, you really need to, you have one life to live. You know, you have one level of impact to give, and, and why not go after it? Fall on your face. It's okay. Well, it is. You know, I, I, when I was in high school, um, I went to a uh, Catholic high school. Mm -hmm. um, and actually, most of my college, uh, school was in a Catholic high, uh, college and everything. And um, it was always a challenge to blend in, mm -hmm. uh, and mainly because of my hearing, but also the fact that I also was Korean, even though I really wasn't Korean. Sure. <laughs> um, I had a very small group of friends. Okay. But those small group of friends endured me to them for life. Hmm. And, you know, I'm a very personable person, and yeah. I'm very outgoing. But it gets, it, it always brings you back to those individuals that are special to you, that no matter what you do, no matter what you say, they're there for you. Yeah. And you have to hold on to that. And sometimes I regret not having had kept on, uh, uh, in touch with them okay. because they molded me and protected me in such a time mm -hmm. that was very challenging for me. Wow. Uh, and so. I think that a lot of us, uh, you know, we get carried away with life and relationships change and mm -hmm. things happen and there's distance and the phone calls stop from every week to once a month and maybe twice a year, once a year or not at all. Um, I, I think that a big takeaway and just a reminder to myself, hopefully everybody's getting this too, is um, reach out to those people that are in your life and, and uh, you know, pr I guess prioritize, right? Because well, absolutely. we're all so busy and we want to do certain things and, and hit certain goals, but don't forget about those people that were there, our family and our friends, our loved ones. I mean, life is too short. I mean, you could have all the money in the world and all this, but if you're alone, I'd rather take family Absolutely. every day of the week. Absolutely. So that's that's great advice again, not just for young young, but everybody else watching, myself included. So this is good stuff. So let's go into, this is uh, one of the fan favorites when it comes to the viewers of the, the series. And what it is is feeding of the mind question. So when it comes down to that, everybody wants to know what the Titans are feeding their minds, how they're growing and progressing in their careers and their lives. So if you could look back, um, you know, maybe books you're reading, podcasts you're listening to, influencers on social media or coaches, what are you feeding your mind? I've always been an avid book reader. Okay. Physical um, books? Physical books. Okay. I love okay. physical cool. books. I Although, like I have to tell you, for convenience, mm -hmm. um, I love Overdrive, um, okay. Pikes Peak Library. Free books, audiobooks, all the time. There you go. Um, so my car is always turning to a audiobook. Okay, love um, it. Lately, I've been uh, really getting myself to the John Grisham books. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> So those cool. are excellent uh, yeah, thrillers sure. and, and mysteries. 
But um, I actually have a book here. Okay. It's called The Go-Giver. Love it. And it's a little story about a powerful business idea. Mm -hmm. And I actually got this book as a Christmas gift for all my agents in the office last year. Because when I read this, and it's actually a very quick book, mm -hmm. so a quick read. So if you're not a reader, I definitely highly recommend in reading this because this can you can go through this in an hour or two. Right. But it is very very impactful, um, and this is not just for real estate. This is uh, for professional and mm -hmm. personal reasons. I highly recommend this book because it's again telling me and anyone else that's reading this, go after what you want, wow. and not be afraid. Love it. And that's that's great. And just so everybody knows, I'll have some links in the comments below so that you can follow along and feed your mind the same way Young's doing. Um, any other ones that stick out to you? Well, at all? I just uh, had it delivered. Um, just ordered the four D disciplines. Okay. Four disciplines. It was okay. recommended to me. I just recently returned from the annual South State Owners Conference Love it. in Florida, and this was a book that was uh, recommended as a must read. Okay. So I'm very excited. But it is big, this thick. Not this thick. <laughs> not this thick. This thick. It's, it's one of those. So, so, so maybe the audio book on that one. I don't know. Perhaps. Either way. So I can rewind going back to what it said. That's right. Where was I? Oh, yeah. Okay. No, cool. Um, and then that's great. And I think that's something else I think that, um, you know, just a little add on to what you were saying is you, you just came back from a conference. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's wonderful too, is to not just learn through the books, but also through going to conferences or having conversations with other professionals. And this is definitely, just as you do. Mm -hmm. I mean, you go to the Inman Connects, the Technology, and you're going to nod soon. Yep. This is definitely, you must do this um, in any real estate, in our real estate profession, but in mm -hmm. any career. But particularly in ours, because there's so many facets that feed into real estate. Yes. Uh, but we really do need to educate ourselves. Um, and but this is where I challenge licensees that uh -huh. want to possibly join my brokerage is that you can be a sponge. You can go out there and take all the classes. But are you going to get out of that box and put? into action what yes. you're learning and that's a challenge yes that's a challenge I uh, there's a lot of uh, well-educated well-read you know rounded individuals scholars but the action is the equalizer at the end of the day yes. I, th I think the adage is um, you know uh, hard work will trump talent any day of the week mm -hmm. uh, and that's the facts it's just you put the effort in so that's... I always you know uh, you'll see me out in classes with my agents in fact last week we just attended the rookie seminar love it the rookie seminar is not just for new licensees sure. but it's a great refresher because particularly this year I have to say the Women's Council of Realtors put mm -hmm. an amazing rookie seminar this year with oh, the guest great. speakers it was tremendous and so just to get speakers alone are something that you can really learn from because they are experts in their field. Mm -hmm. uh, we had you know, a plethora of uh, individuals that were guest speakers in the rookie seminar cool. and they had so much to share and so mm -hmm. it was tremendous. But I am always, always out there looking for classes, uh, not for myself as well as my agents, but I like to attend it with them because that way they know that I'm there learning mm -hmm. and on the same page that they are. Wow, so. I, I love that, and I it's the, what is it, uh, learners are earners, readers are leaders, mm -hmm. I mean, I, there's so much truth to that, it's not even funny, mm -hmm. um, and as far as I'm concerned, when it comes to real estate professionals, as far as realtors, and or brokers on the commercial side, um, you're the CEO of your life, you're the CEO of your true. business, so there's not going to be somebody who's always there to say, read this, go to this, you have to motivate, take the action, that's a big takeaway that I find from what you said is, 
take that action, take that step to learn, but move on it. Mm -hmm. So that's great stuff. This is, oh gosh, this has been full of awesome information. Hopefully everybody is taking this down. Myung, this has been phenomenal. I want to wrap everything up with this final question. Okay. And it comes down to the mantra or quote that you might live by that sums you up as a person, a professional brand. What does that look like from Young Reed? Wow. Tough one. It is. Mantra, huh? Mm-hmm. Huh. You know, it's important uh, as an owner of Buffer that I am leading by example. And we say this all the time, and that's another cliche that we do here. I love it. Uh, but I do really live by that because obviously if I'm not doing something but I'm telling my agents to do something, yeah. Is that something that can follow through? No, 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 not. not at all, not at all. So, um, and so that puts me on the spot. It actually puts me, uh, holds me accountable hmm. because I have to make sure that, you know what, if I, uh, if I say something but I know I'm doing it wrong or I'm saying it wrong, I need to backtrack and own up to it because I want to make sure that my agents are doing the same thing, that they realize, you know what, they're not always going to be knowledgeable. They're not always going to know every answer that a client is asking. Sure. But own up to that, and then get back to it. Right. But um, it's also the same thing. If I'm, you know, I recently challenged my agents for the fourth quarter, so we can go out with the fourth quarter out with the big bang. Love it. I gave them all a laminated poster of one to one hundred. Okay. And the check boxes of one to one hundred, and they had to make one hundred appointments wow. at the end of the quarter. Wow. And out of those appointments, if they have contracts stemming out of that. Minimum three is the requirement. Mm. They get put in a raffle for a three night stay at the Broadmoor. Oh, that's fantastic. So that's been a real challenge. So in our last sales meeting, I challenged myself in front of them mm -hmm. that I'm gonna go out there and recruit okay. and do the same thing. I love it. Yeah, and so. again, it's that you know leading by example, as you stated, which I think sums you up beautifully. Which I think it really also I earn a lot of respect mm -hmm. from my peers as well as my agents. Sure. Because you know what? I'm doing it right alongside them. Mm -hmm. I, I think that, that that speaks volumes about you as a person, as a professional, and I think that everybody who knows you and loves you and respects you gets that. They see the drive, they see the determination. What you've done and the time frame that you've done it in is fantastic. Absolutely phenomenal, Myung. Um, I am honored to have you on the show, so I think, want to thank you so much again. You are an official thank real you. estate titan. Um, again, everybody, thanks so much for your time and attention. Really appreciate um, your love and support. As always, live every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, different Titan, a different location. We'll catch you all on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care.